Welcome to We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, a podcast where we must talk about Spider-Man. I'm Cody Lunsford. And I'm Chad Oliver. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Cinema for now with special guests. We'll also be talking about Spider-Man news and rumors from the World Wide Web. This week, we'll be talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Chad, you want to introduce our guests? Nothing would please me more. Uh, without further ado... <coughs> This is arguably too much lead up. Adam <laughs> Reed. Not that important. Oh. Adam Reed. He draws characters for the fungies. He oh, wow. draws good on Instagram. He also likes the Spider-Man. Look out. Here comes the uh, Adam Reed. <laughs> we can we can end it right there. That was really cool. Yeah, clap, 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 clap. I wasn't good, expecting good that at all. That was great. Yes, you we, you are the do, first guest subjected yeah. to the guest intro. It'll be a it'll be an episodic thing. Does um, everyone get a cool intro, or is, is that yeah that they'll all uh, get personalized intros? But nothing feels, is going feels to... less special. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is going to top the first time though. I mean, this we we, we shocked the world. Disgusting. With this one. Um, so Adam. Thank yeah. you for being our first inaugural guest for our Spider-Man podcast, where we uh, do need to talk about Spider-Man. So we need to talk about Spider-Man specifically for you. What is your Spidey story? What was like your introduction to Spider-Man? Oh, man. Actually, you know, my first introduction was was um, my parents bought me like, remember like the 90s Spider-Man that was on like Kids WB and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So my parents bought me like a, uh, like a, almost like playhouse that was like mm. spider-man where he had mm. like magnets on his feet and ah. like it had like it came with like a green goblin toy and stuff so that was my first like spider-man exposure and then so i started watching like the show stick him to walls or like the the fridge yeah like yeah mostly yeah mostly the fridge yeah yeah uh the magnetic walls in my house I used right to <laughs> why didn't um, those a play set had magnetic yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> So <laughs> the, the toy my parents got me from that TV series was when Spider-Man has the whole arc where he is turning into a spider. Oh my gosh, and so I it's very toy. creepy. I had the same it's toy. Very creepy, like he's got the arms yeah. and he's yeah. got the spider face. Oh no, I had something else. Mine was like a transformer. Where, uh, right, right. Mine was not a transformer. So cool. Mine was just a figurine. Yeah. The head, if y'all want to like, do a in. podcast, if y'all want to do a podcast about the the kids WV version, you can bring me oh, back for that. I mean, I well, don't tempt one. us with a good time because we may be talking about those uh, <laughs> yeah. later. We've got oh, season cool. one mapped out, but there may may or may not be a season two or, or three or four or five or, three or six. Or we could be talking about Spider Man until the day we die, potentially. Right. But after uh, my toy and cartoon exposure, I, I started reading. Um, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man run, like that yeah. was like yeah. my the Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, I read those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like, uh, like I, Chad and I've talked us for uh, where it was like there's just so many comics that I was like, yep. oh, I can jump in on like the ground floor with this one, right? You know, so I was like, I read through like the whole thing, and that's right. like my favorite version of Spider-Man, just because it's like my yeah first exposure to the, it. But... The nostalgia I have for that series kind of makes it hard to beat as well. And the same can be said for this movie series. Like the right. yeah, totally. the Sam Raimi right. movies. The the ultimate the ultimate Spider-Man version is like really good. And when I first got Marvel Unlimited, I was like, okay, let me take a crack at um 
at this ultimate universe because it is one thing that I can hop on and just read it. So I read all the entire ultimate, the 1610, I think is what it is. I read all of that. Ultimate Spider-Man's the really good part of that is what I kind of realized. That's what I've heard. I've only read the Spider-Man ones, but like, I I think I started getting, it's like, was there a Captain America one? There was, and he's the one, that's the one where he points to his head and is like, do you think the A on my head stands for France? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Okay, now that that rules, though. That's incredible. No, Chad, it does not. It's not (laughs) very Do you think the A on my head stands for France? It's, um, it's all very, like, I can't think of a better word other than like edgy or like dark. Spider-Man feels like Spider-Man the whole time. And then the rest of it is like, what if, what if our heroes were fucked up? And like, that's where the, um, like the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver being kind of incesty that comes from ultimate. Okay. That's that's the one I read. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just stick to (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Like Spider-Man was like all the comics I read as a youngster i was like mm-hmm. pretty obsessed yeah. with the character yeah i, I mean spider-man was spider-man is my dude like i mean that that is something you know chad and i bonded over quite a bit with spider-man being our dude because i mean he's kind of every boy it's of our ages <laughs> born like at a certain time but now yeah. people are getting more dudes because they're being born in an era where like there's a lot of big movies um yeah where people can be exposed to them. But like, yeah, it was truly Spider-Man, Batman came later, X-Men came later, but Spider-Man was like kind of from the get-go because of that cartoon show. And then this this set of movies, that was definitely it for me. Well, I'll say like, like if we can start talking about the movie, but like, like Spider-Man for me was like, oh, he's like the, he's still like the only one I'm like, I relate to heavily because he's like the every, every man, you know? Yeah. That yeah. It's like, I, just happens to have, you I, know. I relate to the fact that he's always stressed out and always running late for something and always like, like he doesn't have anything in his life put together. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's like through the day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this is, I might be hot. He's like Batman done right for me. It's like, Oh, he has tragedy, but he doesn't have like millions and millions of dollars. And he's just like, he's like, Oh shit. I am got to fight crime, but I also got to pay rent. Like, right right and i also have like my girlfriend like right i don't know like it's mary jane and like my first one died because like like it's just like right. a whole like he has so much tragedy but he's still just like right making little quips and like oh, which is man. why it was such a weird arc i think it was like 2017 2018 when they did the whole oh he's kind of tony stark and he becomes super rich yeah and he, i didn't like, like that. i mean it works yeah. fine and then they take it all away from him so he's back to being peter parker and it's like i mean did you have See, to do that really? i forget was was yeah. he like the millionaire billionaire in the the peter parker spectacular spider-man run that zadarsky did uh i think it's- that was right after Okay. Is it the one where like Doc Ock takes over his body for a while? And so that's then, like, before. So oh, like Doc Ock <laughs> takes his body over, which people don't seem to love that. I think the Doc Ock taking his body over is a good. I thought it was kind of cool. I I, yeah. I don't know why, but so, like for some reason that worked for me. I don't yeah. know. But Here's... then he becomes rich, and then I'm like, ah, maybe not so much. But yeah. Then he, like, then but then I feel back. bad because they take it away, and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want him to be rich, but then he's poor again. I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's maybe a good transition point then. Um, mm-hmm. Could they be adapting Doc Ock taking over Spidey's body in the upcoming No Way Home? So, Chad, you just already want to establish 
on the podcast me yelling at you. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're going to get mad. Because that's a bad theory. I famously <laughs> hate people's fan theories. WandaVision really did a number on me of like... I think it did a number we, on all of us because we got too big with it. And I was telling Chad that. I was like, this seems too big that we think it's going to start four different franchises right. from this. We thought yeah, X-Men, Fantastic like a TV Four, show. Right. Yeah. and Doctor Strange. And like Doctor Strange is set up. That's the one that I guess is... Yeah. That was the only one I was expecting. And I was like full on like, oh, this could happen because it was like, like, what's what's he doing? Like, what's right? What's Doctor Strange doing right now? Like right. the multiverse and shit's about to happen. I don't right. maybe. I don't know. But but we gotta yeah. get to No Way Home before Doctor Strange, which is str- uh, strange for lack hey. of a better yep. word. Um but um yes, no way home. So let's so now we're gonna do our segment called the Daily Bugle. That's a bugle noise, kind of, right? Yeah, that works. Adam. Um, so we're gonna talk about Spider-Man in the news. So I think I think what we should talk about most is the title is revealed. The Mm -hmm. title is No Way Home. Adam, what are your thoughts on the title? It's fine. That's all right. Yeah, it's okay. If you're gonna stick to the home convention, I think it's like as good as it can get. And I think it's absolutely horrendous that they have decided to stick to the home convention. Is my opinion. It's weird. It's a little weird. Like the first one, I was like, "Oh, that works. Like that's cool." But then it's also like, I don't know. I kind of feel like, like what what else would they do? Because it's like there's Spider Man and there's like Amazing Spider Man. And right. it's like, like what are you kind of left? Like you do spectacular, do do, like do spectacular. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Homecoming was fine. I think that's a good totally. title. I, th- I think that's good. But, but I you think... and I have talked about before that like either sticking with like school dance uh naming convention or sticking high with high school theme. Right. Is it should have been like study yeah. abroad, should have been the second one. This should be like I don't know the premise, but like graduation that's, actually is probably what it should be called. Like that's what they should have done. And then the soundtrack cool. is uh, Kanye West. Right, exactly. But you I know think it would be cool if they stuck with that kind of convention. Yeah. Would be like if if we think they're actually gonna like introduce like other Peter Parkers if it was called like Spider-Man Exchange Student because there's oh, like yeah. people in like his his universe. Yeah, that would be good. I don't there know. You go. I mean, especially because it seems like the rumor, and it's a rumor, we're going to preface a lot of things in this section as it's a rumor, but the idea is that there's three high school movies, three college movies. Make it about school then. There's nothing inherent to Spider-Man about home. He's not Mm -hmm. like... That's not like built it like New friendly York City neighborhood. home, friendly neighborhood, but like home yeah. is such a like specific thing to yeah, like it, focus on. And I think it was a really bad call. There's no like comics precedence for the home convention at all. No. Right? Like homecoming wasn't a run at any no. time. No. I think it was literally just like, hey, Spider-Man's back. We got Spider-Man. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And, yeah. and then it's set at the homecoming dance. <laughs> yeah. But the rest yeah. of it, I think, is is bad but mm-hmm. um i don't like this title um <laughs> similarly to like why i don't like far from home because it's just like vague in a way where it's like i mean okay it's, i yeah saying that it's more it's a better title than far from home just in that it's more like no way home is more like oh there's danger far from home is literally just like oh he's in europe no but like I, no way Chad, home is I think- better I think they they implied the same thing. It's just we have seen Far From Home and we know that it's Europe. But both of those on first listen kind of imply the same thing, which is a vague 
nothingness. And so I'm disappointed that this no way home just means like, oh, he got lost for a second. And that's (laughs) it. Like, I don't know. So I do remember a bunch of people speculating at the Far From Home title drop that like multiverse confirmed. We've got the multiverse as Far From Home. But like, I'm, I'm part of me is afraid we're hopping back into that with the no way home speculation right so there's all of the rumors that toby mcguire is back that andrew, andrew garfield, garfield is back nothing mm-hmm. is confirmed um, two things Al- are, are confirmed Alfred except Malia for yeah electro and and yeah, yeah jamie fox jamie those fox, are yeah. like trade confirmed marvel's not confirmed anything didn't like jamie fox like loosely confirm on like his instagram then like deleted it or something like that yeah so there's been a lot of that thing marvel has not said a peep but the trades have basically confirmed molina and electro and uh, Uh, zendaya was in an interview where she mentioned loving working with uh, alfred molina right right so so they're in it like they are they are Andrew and Toby may not be. I think they are, but like I think we may be expecting them to be in it a lot, and they may not be. Like I really do worry that we're setting ourselves. If, up if they're in it, I think it's gonna be like five minutes top. Yes. Like I think it'll be oh, like, really? and then yeah. I mean, I want it to be more, and I'm hoping it's more. But like I'm bracing myself just for like five minutes, and then maybe Toby McGuire is in the Sam Raimi. Uh, Multiverse yeah. of Madness because yeah, that's like, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it's basically cool, like but... one set piece and maybe like a scene before it. Basically, I think the role of the Spider Men, if they're in No Way Home, will be similar to Spider Man's role in Civil War. So you have like one scene mm-hmm. before, then a fight scene, and that's kind of it. Right. Uh, I could yeah. so and it's probably in the middle in the same way. If this is the second part of like a multiverse trilogy, which is sort of like the idea is that WandaVision leads to this, leads to Doctor Strange. Which here's the thing. Oh, that's cool. WandaVision isn't about the multiverse at all. It's not, it's not, but it's about <laughs> yeah. reality bending. Sure, sure, sure. So, but I think we yeah, thought think it was like going to inching into the line. Be, yeah, yeah, we yeah. we did because we know that it's connected to right. Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, which I mean, the right. title seems to confirm it's about the multiverse. Right. Right, right, right. So if we do get like a small scene with Toby and Andrew here, what if that multiverse of madness movies A, expands on these Spider-Men, but B, also like, brings in a bunch of different non-canon mcu i don't know non-canon marvel projects so like we could do fox x-men you could do like the fantastic four of, i think uh, post ralph boner i'm i'm a little less <laughs> yeah i think after that like after like like you also like you got evan peters so i was like yeah oh shit like yeah but then that, now that he's ralph boner I'm but maybe like, yeah, ralph boner, <laughs> maybe ralph boner was setting a precedent for chris evans who will have to play two characters as well between captain america and human torch yeah i don't know Jack. That i i do think that, that toby <laughs> mcguire very well could be in Raimi being brought on to that movie and Toby being rumored, I feel like that's too much happening for them yeah. to not kind of reunite because I think they both had pretty good experiences. Do you know, 
Does anyone know if like Raimi's like a big Doctor Strange fan? Because isn't he mentioned in this movie too? Like, uh, movie. Yeah. I no, wonder no, if he was uh, just like, oh, it's, it's like my dream project. Spider Man 2. Oh, this, oh, that's two. Where mentioned. oh yeah, you're right. It is too. It is because too. that's it. He's coming up with a name for Doc Ock. Yeah. Doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. would assume based on seeing early Raimi movies, which like have are very horror and like, yeah, like creepy and stuff like that, I could really envision him being into the like 70s 80s doctor strange 60s 70s yeah. 80s doctor strange the psychedelic kind of era i i really could see him being a and big like, fan his horror instincts are like present in this trilogy of movies too mm-hmm. um, yeah we can get into that like, later i i don't know if we're like totally done with um our no way home rumors. i have i have one thing i want to say about it okay yeah go ahead i i want uncle ben i want them to just say his name just say uncle ben just once I am like, truly I, getting getting to the point where it's a little frustrating because they mm-hmm. we get our Uncle Ben moment with Tony, but he yeah. also needs to have had Uncle Ben for it to yeah. happen. Yeah. Also, it's, there's like oh no, you go. Sorry. I, I get why they did it initially, why they brushed past mm-hmm. it, because like, oh, we've seen this death happen twice. It's kind of the Bruce Wayne totally. losing his parents thing. It's like how many times do we have to see this in a movie? But it still has to be part of his story. And it, like right. so far we have like initials on a briefcase and far from home is like the only hint we have that there there's, ever was an Uncle Ben. There's a moment in far from home and I don't know how it would really work because like Mysterio wouldn't really know about it. Mm. But like, you know, like that part where he's like playing with his head and shows him like a dead, like Tony Stark. Right. And he's like, he's like, Oh, like you messed up. Like you couldn't save him or whatever like he's yeah. like taunting or whatever yeah. it would have been cool because like and this isn't the first time right and, like that's it like it's just like a, like yeah. i just need like a little i need like a little uncle ben because like he's it's he's like honestly my favorite cast like one of my favorite casting in this movie like he's right. like mm-hmm. he's, he's great. so good I, I i kind of think that our boy tom holland does not have enough trauma <laughs> Like, I, I, I kind of think, like, I mean, he does, like, he saw Tony die, and that was a big deal and stuff like that. But, like... The Mysterio betrayal was pretty big for him in the last I movie. I guess, but there's no, there's no... I mean, Ben supposedly died, but we don't really see that. I mean, mm-hmm. he has moved straight to MJ, so there's not the Gwen Stacy. Right. Oh, yeah. There's not... We don't see him having like the huge like consequences mess ups in the same way. I don't know. I think we're going to have very interesting conversations when we get to the Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies, because I think me and Chad both like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. In theory, yeah. we like them, but then I don't know that a Spider-Man movie, I love them as MCU movies. Yeah. yeah. And I think Spider-Man homecoming delves I like in a, better. a bit. Yes to mm-hmm. what's special about the character of Spider-Man. Totally. But I kind of think me, they yeah. come close to this trilogy. Yeah. My, my thing with like Tom Holland, I think Tom Holland is the best cast Spider-Man. Like sure. I think he I, like, I, I think he that, captures yeah. like both, like he's perfect casting to me. Like he yeah. feels like he's a kid, which totally. is something I want to talk about with <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Cause he doesn't feel like he's a kid. But, um, but also like, it, it's just the story that he's put in where that's like, the thing I love about, you know, this this movie is that it's like a self-contained like. Mm-hmm. It feels like Spider-Man, right? But like these other movies, like they kind of like they have to work with the whole universe of like right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Totally. So it gets kind of lost in there, and yeah. my thing is like, I think 
Spider-Man would work better as like a Marvel TV show, like a Disney Plus show. Oh, definitely. definitely. Because like I want like the day that like Spider-Man isn't supposed to have like everything be like a world ending event. Like it's right. supposed to be like mm. like those little things of like saving the neighborhood. That's why he like teams up with Daredevil all the time. Right. Because they're just like chilling around New York. I fully think that if Marvel wasn't having to share Spider-Man with Sony, the movies would feel a bit more contained. I think because yeah. they're sharing them, they do everything they can to make them big MCU. Mm-hmm. But like if you watch Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I like I think that would be the level of connection the Spider-Man movies would have if they weren't trying to make them so tied to the right. MCU because of that partnership. Um, but yes, let, let's talk about Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Let's, let's move into this. So what are, what are your guys' kind of overall thoughts on this movie? I mean, we've all seen it before. Yeah. I, I I grew up on this, this, like Mm -hmm. this series of movies. I I love them so much. Um, the third one obviously is a step down, but I still enjoy it. It's good. Uh, it's pretty good. It's fine. Like it's, I kind of like it. It's a passable. Okay. You guys will probably talk about this later, but like. Uh, where do you rank the third one? Like, is it like, do you think Amazing Spider Man 2 is better or worse than worse? Spider-Man 3? Yeah, worse. Yeah. Amazing you think so? Spider-Man. I, Amazing Spider Man 2 is worse than Spider Man. I kind of think both Amazing Spider Man movies are. Worse. Oh, really? The first one is yeah. up for debate, but depending on how this rewatch like goes, I might, I might be singing the same tune. Don't know. That's, I, I, I haven't seen the Amazing Spider Man's like since they came out. And I remember yeah. then I was like, oh, they're fun like and i liked his like his chemistry with gwen stacy i thought was good those that is the yeah fundamental like brilliance of those movies is that and i think it almost fails on every other level that's mark webb's thing like the the teen romance he does really good right and then they just were already like actually dating so they had really good chemistry so mark webb i I didn't mean to like derail no you're good i was just curious mark webb is directing I think he's directing like an R.L. Stein adaptation for Disney Plus, right. and I am so excited. Yes. I'm like really into that as an idea, actually. Um, I mean, here's my super hot take that we'll dive into as we go on. I think I may like Spider-Man Three about as much as I like Far From Home, <laughs> which I know is controversial, but I Far From Home is a movie I've been cold on kind of since i saw it i think it being two months after an end game was a massive mistake. yeah that, that wasn't doing it any favors if it was no. like the first bit of mcu we got yeah after the plague yeah maybe i'd like it more and, and i was like I, I mean he's in europe and it's all about tony and which i like say, but it's yeah. it's frustrating at the same time the best part of that movie is when he comes back to new york and then yeah. sees J. Joe Jameson. I'm like, oh yeah, we're in New York. It's Spider Man, <laughs> which, is, which <laughs> like, is when the movie is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. That was like, I because I remember like sitting in the theater and being like, oh, this was like fun. Like I yeah. liked like the the Mysterio parts where you like there's cool effects. effects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I remember it's like I was feeling like ah, oh, this was fine. And then the end credit scene, I was like, oh, Spider Man. Oh, cool. Right. I love Spider Man. I Spider-Man. forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, he's in New York the whole time, baby. He is in New York the whole time. <laughs> he's not always in Manhattan. Around. Sometimes he's out in the whatever neighborhood that is, but right, yeah, right. He's 
Queens? He's fully in New York. I guess it's Queens, yeah. Yeah, because Queens is where he's from, right? Yeah. Or is yes. he Brooklyn? Yeah, I think he's, yeah, oh, Captain America's Brooklyn. And then Caps yeah. Brooklyn. that whole scene where he drops the thing, he's like, where are you yeah. from? Yeah. Queens, <laughs> Brooklyn. And then that's it. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. It rules. I think the swinging yes, I love that in this movie is incredible. Like, the fact that it, they pulled it off is wild. Oh, my it's gosh. So good. It holds up so well. Like, yeah. you can kind of see that, like, the character is like a CG creation a bit. Sure, sure. Because of the mask, you're not really having to buy any like fake uh, mm -hmm. Uncanny Valley faces or anything. So it just looks like a dude swinging around New York. It's awesome. I, I mean, yeah. cool. I will say something I was really struck on this rewatch was because he's like practically in the suit so much and there's so many like fight scenes where he's in mm -hmm. it. I was like, I kind of... I think this movie looks good and continues to look good. And I don't know. I need to talk about this movie on its own merits. But at the same time, he's a gooey man in basically all of the MCU, which is fine because they make him look good. But at the same time, like, oh, you can kind of see their eyes behind the, like, mask and, like, all those, like, really practical suits and yeah. practical effects. I was, like, like super into this time. seeing the Green Goblin's, like, teeth through the, yes. the, the mouth on the mask and, like, seeing Willem Dafoe's eyes through the, whatever the lenses are do up. We, yeah. Do we want to talk about the Green Goblin suit? Because this, yeah. so, this is a controversial opinion. I don't hate it's, it. I don't think I don't think it's controversial because I don't I don't hate it, but it's That's also right. like my biggest thing is like you got Willem Dafoe who has like the best facial expressions and like right. looks like I feel like they hired him because he kind of looks like a goblin like right yeah. right and then you put him in like a Power Rangers mask and then yeah. he's also like face to face with someone who else who's like someone else who like has no face uh -huh. right so they're just like it's fine like it works like it's yeah. it's right. okay we all but, like, watch the mandalorian yeah. we're we're used <laughs> it's to all it. good. Like, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but i i i think like i mean that's the green goblin thing is sometimes he mutates into the goblin thing mm -hmm. and then other times mm -hmm. he's just wearing a random goblin mask like, yeah that yeah. is like even I in think, the comics there's some eras of that and it is kind of like odd <laughs> yeah i think i think my thing is like i didn't really care about it until which isn't necessarily fair to the movie but I saw like the test footage of like the prosthetic mask they the made. Prosthetic for him, mask is so good, which is so cool. And like, it's really it's cool. Really neat. And it's like scary as shit. Like, it's, yeah. Like, as a kid, I would have probably cried, like, seeing this, like, goblin. I mean, and maybe man. that's why, like, is it's too scary. But it's so yeah. cool. It's but so it also cool. makes sense that was Raimi's instinct is to make the goblin so scary initially. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and now he's like kind of, kind of, of a. Background. Like he's he's doing the military glider and he's yeah. got a mask that like matches this like armor. It makes sense. It definitely makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And and I think it's good. I I love Willem Dafoe in this movie. I like the mm -hmm. characterization of Green Goblin, the kind of like um you know multiple personality element of it of like the yeah. Goblin talking to him. Those scenes him are a lot being, of fun. Too. So cool. uh, talking so to the good. mirror or talking to yes. the mask, and he's like crawling towards it by the fireplace and so he, good. It's like he, I, I honestly think he's like the the standout in this besides mm -hmm. J. Jonah Jameson. But like to me, he's like right. like he's acting like his ass off the whole time. And like yeah. he's there's a few actors that could pull off what he did here. And because yeah, it could be doing, so cheesy. It could he's yeah. doing full like comic book camp, but like to a level where it's like I don't know, I still believe it. It's not just mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. not cartoony, but it is campy. 
And I don't mean that yeah. as an insult. Like it's like right. it's good camp because there's bad camp and there's good camp. Mm-hmm. I, I I think there's like five like in the top five modern superhero villain performances. Mm-hmm. I think two of them are from the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Mm. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's a good point. Too. Yeah, yeah, Goblin and um, Doc Ock. Uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, I mean the other one is. Uh, to round out the top five, it would be like Joker, and then Magneto from obviously. Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Leto yeah. Joker, obviously. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, not Suicide Squad. Jesus Joker from. Uh, oh, right, from the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Justice League. Um, I don't know who the fifth slot would be, but it might be Michael Keaton in Homecoming. Honestly, He's no, 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 no. I mean, Loki is great. Brolin Loki's is great. good. Kill Brolin. Honestly, probably oh, Killmonger's shit. Killmonger's, Killmonger's up in there. So I mean, there's lots, but Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, maybe. (laughs) You're a stupid. I so I (laughs) I don't know. I I would love to like throw DC another bone other than just Heath Ledger's Joker, but like there's really not a lot of. Okay, if year. if we go back further, I think DeVito as Penguin. Oh, okay. If we want to go back there, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yes. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. And Nicholson's Joker, don't forget. That was mm-hmm. also pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I it's fine. Oh. It's a good what about performance, Arnold but he's playing the freeze guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> not my favorite. Um Tommy Lee Jim Jones Carrey as two is pretty good. Jack Nicholson does a good okay. job as the Joker. It just is not very Jokery. He is just a mob boss. I would, I would love to see because you mentioned Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I would love to see like, like him take on that character now, like with like our new Jim Carrey, who's not like as like right. zany. Who has, I would like that like unhinged a little bit. Like that, no, I, can't, I think not, he's I would, not. But like I would find copies it. of that movie and burn it and not let anybody <laughs> see it. I don't want Jim Carrey. I don't know. I don't know. He was good as Robotnik and and Sonic. He was fine. He was doing a nice Jim those. Carrey performance. I don't know. I, I don't like Jim Carrey that much, Adam. Oh, okay. Well, that's, but I love that's Truman Show. <laughs> it's one oh, of my I favorite movies. Yeah. Um, I I find him so profoundly annoying, and I think and so does Tommy Lee Jones. And so does Tommy Lee yeah, Jones. Yeah, he does. I heard about that. <laughs> I oh, think. Cool. I think oh. method acting is an excuse for people to be assholes, and he has used that so so much. Speaking, if we want to bring back Spider-Man, speaking of assholes, I was listening yeah. to this uh, this thing about like Freddie Prince Jr. who plays the Flash in this. Yeah, have you heard? Have you heard this story? How or, like or how not, not Freddie Prince Jr. It's um, oh shit, some, some Joe, other actor, from Joe that. Mantiello, oh, Joe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's uh, yeah, Deathstroke yeah. himself. Oh, yeah, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I don't like They're similar from the same era. It's they yeah. look the same yeah. at this time. Yeah. They really Yeah. Are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um I heard the story that like, you know that scene where he's like trying to beat up Peter Parker yeah. and like mm-hmm. Peter like finally has like it's his powers weird. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently someone on the crew came up to him and was like, Hey, I'll pay you a hundred bucks if you just like clock Toby McGuire. And oh, and he no. was like because everyone I guess hated him on set. Toby. Toby. Yeah, like yeah, the hey, guy yeah. I that forget his sense. name already. What's his name? Uh, Joe. 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 He, like he's he's uh he was talking about it on a podcast. He was basically yeah. saying like yeah, the guy offered to like have me just punch Toby McGuire in the face. Yeah. And he was I'll... like, well, I couldn't do it because then like I would be fired because I right. like broke yeah. Spider Man's face. Right. Allegedly, Toby is very much of an asshole on sets. Oh no. Uh, um, 
and also allegedly the character that uh, Michael Sarah plays in Molly's yeah. game is Toby Maguire. <laughs> Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, um, game. So good, good movie. It's not, not a good look movies. for for he Toby. Plays jerk. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. A rich entitled, famous jerk. Um, <laughs> but that being said, Toby in this movie, I think is pretty. I always was a little mixed because I was like, he is so much of a depressed downtrodden character that he's not that much fun as spider-man he really was a good peter parker where he is kind of like a sad sack but then this time watching it out i was like just the we're not going to get a superhero movie like this now really where the whole premise of the thing is our main character is depressed and a bit miserable and it's hard to be a hero but he knows he has to but his life is miserable because of that and he's depressed yeah that's what makes this trilogy but specifically this movie so special is that like right yeah when he tries to like have his like fun with his powers it gets his uncle killed right you Mm -hmm. know and he just has to live this like tragic life and like the end of the movie with like Mary Jane is I'm in says I'm in love with you I want to be with you and it should be like the best moment of his life but he has to turn away and say like I can only be your friend because right which it's heartbreaking it's sad I still don't he comes off as an ass in that scene because he's kind of like you could just say yeah because he (laughs) just doesn't really respond to her in a good way he just kind of responds with like I can't and walks off also I don't know. Maybe I, this, this is why I could like never be a superhero. But I think I would just be like, yeah, but I'm I'm Spider Man, so I don't think I don't think it's <laughs> right. gonna work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I I do enjoy these movies a lot. I do think they kind of do Mary Jane fairly dirty, dirty throughout yeah. all of it. I think um, she's probably best in this one. Yes. Yeah. Um. She just kind of gets punished a lot. Yeah. On on another on Best Pictures, mine and Chad's other podcast, we talked about the movie Forrest Gump and how Jenny kind of is punished throughout that entire movie. Yeah. For sure. It yeah. is similar. It's not to as extreme of a degree, but there is an element of that as it goes on, where like Mary Jane, she's a bad actress and then like all of her things fall apart and she dates other people so she's kind of punished for that even though uh, Peter's the one who turned her down she comes from a, I mean they really make her home life seem miserable and then yeah, yeah, which feels like they're, it's kind of this trope where it's like this romanticized like oh she's comes from a, a broken place so I could be the savior. one to fix I her. could be I can fix it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I could be misremembering, but from what I know, like she's just successful and becomes rich and all of that stuff in the comics. She's not as like I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't she at least like, in like Ultimate, isn't she a mod no wait. She's a model in one of them, right? She I mean she's like, a model in the main unit. She's like a very okay, like, famous yeah. model she becomes a very famous actress she starts working and, like for the marketing of stark industries in a oh, recent okay. run like oh. um and yeah. even this series kind of abandons the whole struggling actor thing by the next movie mm-hmm. but then it introduces it by number three doesn't it she's a waitress again yep yeah no yeah. she's in a play and like i don't think you're supposed to think the 
she's doing all that well. But she's also on billboards. Like she's modeling. Yeah, I I think she has a. I think that's another moment of the punishment. She starts to do a little well, and then it like goes away. Like I don't know. Um, yeah. And then Gwen Stacy gets introduced. It's it's all right. Gwen Stacy's first, but it's fine. Yeah. Nobody nobody does that. They all want to go to MJ, which is fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark Webb had would, the balls. It would be interesting if like in the Tom Holland, if he ever dated anyone else. You know, if they yeah, like I wonder Gwen if they'll Stacey do that. Arcs or the. I mean, the Betty character, it does not seem like he's going to date her. Um, and that's somebody he's dated in the comics. Um, yeah, and Ned dated her. And Ned yeah, dated her. Yeah, for well, like I guess Black Cat, movie, yeah. they could bring in. They could have his really Black Cat stuff since they've never done that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Do, there's um, So we've kind of talked about relationship thoughts, kind of our thoughts with him, um, with um mary jane specifically we've got his stuff with his aunt and uncle which i think i think the aunt and uncle stuff in this movie is so good it's perfect it rules, yeah. yeah the casting them. for them is like like the uncles like when i think of uncle ben like it's yeah this guy. It. it's not even one from the comics it's like it's yeah this guy like yeah yeah i think aunt may similarly I, mm-hmm. she is who i envision um yeah it's so weird how the aunt mays have gotten younger and hotter as we go okay yeah. so i have a question is like is this supposed to be like his great aunt and uncle no i don't think so why are they, they so old, old? Why that they is like kind of the confusing thing always is yeah. why are they so old? so it makes sense in like the new movies a little bit too because it's like oh it was probably like his like his parents sibling or right. something like that yeah but like it's just, it it I didn't really think about it until I was watching this. I'm like, wait, they're like, they're very old. Like these are very he's, old. Yeah, uh, he's maybe 68. They, he says, maybe the they line. are supposed oh, really? to be his great mm-hmm. aunt and uncle. But then that, I mean, that just adds to the tragedy of like Peter's grandparents are also dead, and his parents. Right, and yeah. presumably and his parents were solo, like single yeah. children. Like for the great aunt and uncle to be the people to raise you, there have to be a lot of people to die. Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe one of his parents was a mistake, and it just happened too late. Yeah, and then it was maybe. like a situation maybe. where it was like, ah, uh, well, do your we dad... know? <laughs> like I, man, the so they're Parkers. Okay, yeah. so it's Ben and Richard are brothers. Yeah, is what it would have thing. to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or Ben is the uncle to richard i guess is the possibility i'm not really clear on that but i guess it's like potential um there's not a ton of parent stuff in this but you do Mm -hmm. like there is kind of the melancholy of his parents not being around i think again to go back to our mcu spotty that's the fact that we don't have been mentioned really Mm -hmm. or any indication of like any missing his parents whatsoever the fact that there is no mention of that stuff is kind of bizarre now it could have been of course correcting because amazing spider-man went too hard on the parents and we're going to introduce the shield spy thing that is comic accurate but but also i don't like it i don't like it because it makes it makes peter important before he's supposed to be and peter should be a nobody the fact that in and we'll get to it several months from now 
But that Amazing Spider-Man 2 makes it like the spider was like made from Peter's DNA is the yeah, most that thing in the world. I, I, I mean, I think this is the first episode of this podcast. So we're kind of establishing a lot of ground rules. I think it's kind of impossible to talk about Spider-Man without context of all of the other versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. I yeah. think that's just going to be something that we we talk about in this. Um, totally. Adam, you wanted to really talk about J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I wrote down. I took notes. I wrote down that I think J.K. Simmons is maybe outside of Iron Man the best cast person in a superhero movie of all time as J. John Jameson. I can't disagree. Like, there's lots of good casting, but like, he is the definitive. J. Jonah Jameson in my head. More I mean, so as than... proven by the fact that they didn't, he, he's never been recast. They yeah. didn't even yeah. bother in Amazing and then in. Uh, they bring him back because he's so good at back. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, just, like, yeah. that scene where, like, the goblin comes in and it was like, like, who took the pictures? And you see, like, like oh, he has, like, journalistic integrity. Like, he's not going to rat yeah. out Peter. Yeah. Like, she, like, easily could. Right. It just like shows like the depth of that character too, which is really yeah. neat. In a really Whereas, small like, moment, like he's his yeah. life is on the line and he's sticking up for Peter in a way. Yeah. And like, Chad, yeah. you mentioned the spectacular Spider-Man like Chip Zdarsky run. That's they do some good J. Jonah Jameson stuff in that where you Man. go into his conscience of like I would, oh, shit. He, loves, I would he, he takes care of Peter. Adaptation of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one issue that it's like literally just uh Jameson has dinner with Spider-Man. Right, talk, and it's the right. whole. Issue. It's, yeah. so it's, it's so good, good. cause so is good. it's Jameson's brother who gets married to Aunt May. Oh really? Just, I thought it was just Jameson. No, Jameson doesn't. No, no, no. Oh, no, I no, wish no. that'd be so. Much but fun. It, but it's a relative <laughs> of Jameson who gets married to Aunt May. No, I thought it was Jameson and May. I'm like 99 percent no. sure. No, 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 no. There, there. I'm no like. Way. I mean, you know comics more than me, but like this is a run that I read and, and like really loved. I'm like pretty sure. No, because the talk? guy the guy dies, the one who married her. Um, I'll look it up, but let's okay. keep talking about J. Jonah Jameson while I. <laughs> okay, yeah, him. yeah. J. Jonah Jameson started dating Meg Parker and married her sometime later. Oh no! Sorry, the father of Jay Jameson. No, nope. there it is. Okay. The father, his his dad, John Jonah Jameson Senior. Wait, so they became stepbrother? <laughs> yes. So Peter. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't. I think that's so funny. It, I mean, it is funny. And, okay. And yeah. so, so like Jonah was very protective of Peter, and it has always Aww. been protective of Peter. That's. Ha- I like that. Yeah. That's and cute. then there's kind of the reckoning of like once he realizes Peter is Spider Man. Yeah, then like he's like he's he he's like really devastated and he's like everything I knew is wrong and then he goes out of his way to help Peter. And then you got Peter's sister who's not actually his sister and all of that other stuff going on. There's a lot. Oh right. There was a whole is she like technically yeah. a clone of his or something or like Oh, is that what Yeah, okay. I do know what you're talking about. I have seen something that. Weird. Yeah. 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 Like that. Good comics, run. man. Good run. Comics, man. But J. Joma, like yes, he, J.K. Simmons is so iconic in this role that he, like, cannot be replaced. Could you think of anyone that could replace him? Because I, I can only think of one person, and it's literally just because of someone doing, like, fan art. Who's your guy? Uh, Ice Cube. 
Ice Cube would not be bad. Interesting. I feel like I've done this before because this is part of why this podcast has exists. It's because there are many times where I just call chat on the phone and we do just talk yeah. about Spider-Man. No, it was a few months yeah. ago. Cody called me when it seemed pretty clear that they were going to do a multiverse thing for this movie. And yeah. he said the words, we need to talk about Spider-Man. Right. Uh, and then <laughs> we decided we should monetize this and make content. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be pretty if he wasn't already in the mcu john slattery might not be bad yeah that'd be, um, that'd be pretty good it'd be like a different more suave take yeah but like someone who can like match that level of like anger and rage though john ham yeah. could probably do it oh, oh shit that'd be really fun yeah. like john like madman style john <laughs> yeah because john ham can get like real mad and like uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. be really funny you need somebody who can be loud mad and funny like that is kind of i think key. i think also have like that little bit like you're talking about like that little bit of heart too yeah and like exactly. and like in madman you see like him mm-hmm. do that like he's mean but he also has like a little soft side yeah i i, I think that's probably gone to my head who i would go with that's going that's good. um but it's weird we don't have john hammond Super. I mean, John Hamm could be Norman Osborn too. Like, I don't know. He could be a lot of people. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Get him to do that. If you please. want an older Mister Fantastic, yeah, Mister Fantastic, that'd be a little too old. I do I think know. they're. Go- I think they're going early thirties is the rumor. So like, Krasinski's too old for what they're going for, even though he is the strong rumor. I saw another fan casting that I think would be really good. Would be uh the guy that played Cheedy. From yes. the good place. That is who yeah. I am actively yeah. rooting. For. William, I would that's who I love Jackson that. Harper. Yeah. Was yeah. oh, that okay? Yeah, I love him. He's he's already jacked too. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. No, he is the perfect like nerdy but jacked. Like yeah. I I fully that is who I want it to that be. Episode of the Good Place where he like wears the small shirt and you can mm-hmm. see how. Oh, like the mailman. Oh, oh no no. Where he like he like he, breaks it's like down. a girl's shirt or something. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, pink yeah, shirt. yeah. Yeah. And you can see his muscles through it. It's just like oh. Mr. Fantastic. Okay, right. I could I could see that. I, yeah, I think totally. also like the fact that it is likely Jessica Roth who is Invisible Woman. She could oh, be something else, but she has met with Marvel Ooh. and is a blonde lady. <laughs> like, so, I mean, Jessica Roth is more realistic than the Jennifer Lawrence rumor, which there's just no way that. Oh, happened. her. Okay. Yeah, Jessica Roth that. from Happy Death Day is. I don't. Yeah. I think that's a good. Um, That'd be fun uh, casting. Yeah. She's great. I love her. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, Jonah's a hard one to replace. And so, you know, they definitely um, decided, hey, mm-hmm. let's just keep him around. I think honestly, everybody is fairly well cast in this movie. Yes. Especially yeah. in it, incoming, incoming, hot take, hot take. Is Harry Osborne uh, James Franco's best performance? Uh, oh. <laughs> my instinct is to say no. But I don't I'm think going so. To say but... yes. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, even like I don't he's know. great in Pineapple Express. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't necessarily love that movie, but I, I guess think like I would argue like that he's fun, fun. I would argue it's Freaks and Geeks, like legitimately. He is good um, at Freaks and Geeks, yeah. but that's why I think he's good in this is because mm-hmm. this is Franco before he. <sighs> And, you know, Franco is Franco and everybody can do their own research on that. But like he 
gets really into his head and very artsy and that stuff and kind mm-hmm. of becomes annoying and overperforming to me personally as things go on. And this is before anybody gives a shit about who James Franco is. Mm-hmm. And that is when I think he is kind of in the, I think he's good in this movie. No, I always he is, forget he is, he's in this movie. I good. always forget that James Franco is in these movies. Because completely. he's so somebody we know now and he is yeah. not that big of a deal in this movie. Also, uh Octavia Spencer is in this movie. Octavia yeah. Spencer plays a nothing role in this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm like awesome. She's good yeah. at it. Like she's funny. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She the way she says uh something about like you sure how, you want to do it? <laughs> you can and and likely will uh sustain injuries like yeah. we're not held reliable for him. She um she w- worked as like a casting assistant for a while, and so they would just oh, really? often use her in bit roles for a while. She's in one of the Halloween okay. movies, and gets murdered like very early in it. Um, but then becomes a massive, amazing, yeah. superstar. Yeah. Um, Pride of Auburn. Um, oh, she went to Auburn. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Good yeah. Job. Good job, um, guys. it's the one thing we talk about every time she's nominated the school <laughs> like, focuses hey, on it uh, which is good mm-hmm. um, our yeah, media think... department that had nothing to do with her I don't think she was in media at no. all uh, no. claims her yeah um, but um, yeah this, this this movie's really good I think Sam Raimi's um, his kind of focus on the character as like a it kind of sucks to be a superhero. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that it sucks to do the right thing. Like, right. Yeah. And right. often the right thing can seem hard. Like you've got Green Goblin standing with like the woman he loves and the kids. Yeah, and I'd argue like he has a moment of selfishness there where he goes for. Yeah, fully. First. You totally, know? Yeah. Right. But he's thankfully he's able to save everybody. He's but, able to do it all. Yeah. Um, a thing I was reading when this movie was originally in development, like very early on surprising no one stan lee wanted to play j jonah jameson mm. that would have worked i don't know yeah, maybe i don't know i mean maybe <laughs> not, not i find like, it annoying he's not a good i wouldn't have been mad <laughs> i wouldn't have been mad but like because i'm like uh oh, it makes sense but also yeah. yeah i mean it wouldn't be the best casting <laughs> no for sure um yeah um, anyway, I mean, we... <laughs> I was about oh, wait. to put my foot I... in the mouth and say it might be accurate casting, but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson esque. But no, we can't speak ill of the dead. Okay. Um, no, he's Stanley oh. did Stanley did lots of great things, but so did lots of other people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is 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 the big thing. Um, but so this was in Devil- James Cameron wanted to make this movie for ever with Leo oh, yeah. DiCaprio as mm-hmm. um as the main actor, which I could see Leo as Spider Man's not bad. Okay, here I have a this this is my I don't know if I've already said it because I feel like I might have already said it. Toby's too old. Toby is too old. He's I looked up his age. He's like 28, 29, and yeah. he's chasing a school bus in the beginning. And I'm like, this looks right. weird. I don't like this. They do and all then... look super old yeah. at mm-hmm. the beginning, which is why I mean until homecoming, none of them really spend time in high school. But like yeah. that is why this one, like within yeah. they basically he gets bit graduation out of high school. They just oh, I have a question. How do you guys feel about the uh, not having web shooters? Just having like, gen- like it, it honestly, just be part of them? 
I, I don't makes, care. Is I, I my true like? Yeah, I, I think don't care it's fine. that much. But I honestly think it makes a little more sense to like say, it does. It does. "Oh, this is just part of the radioactive like spider bite," and not like, "Oh, there's just a teen who's smart enough to figure out how to make this somewhere." You know, I mean, that's I mean? the that's the Spidey slash the Marvel problem at times where they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, we really want him to be a photographer." Okay, but also he's a genius scientist, and sometimes he goes and does the science thing. Sometimes right. he goes yeah. and does the photos. Right. Uh, it's why like every scientist in the Marvel universe has like ninety degrees because they can't really like, even decide even like Oscorp. It's like yeah, we're designing armor and gliders, but we are also trying to make a formula that will enhance human like right uh, abilities like what what's your thing at oscorp are you a genetics lab or are you like a mechanics lab like what what is us well that that would have been the good thing if mcu had existed and they were trying to connect it like goblin should yeah. be an attempt at so, super soldier serum yes. like yes. most things in the marvel comics like are hulk, weapon x hulk in hulk, the mcu was trying to all of it is them trying Steve to do Rogers, super, yeah. super soldier because yeah. it worked in world war ii and then we forgot how to do it so let's because they it killed the guy who figured it out yeah. yeah so like goblin being attempting to do that serum would be a fun way to do it in the totally. mcu yeah. um Man. back to it's just yeah <laughs> back to point i love all that stuff i love when he's like oh, ripping off his shirt and then he lays down and he's like "Ooh, it's gold <laughs> like it's yeah it's so good this movie so rules. lived in yeah, it's, and, like, great real. It's, it's good yeah when well, can, like, we, I, can we go around and just say our high point of the movie uh sure one right. by one wait can i say can i say one more hot take? yeah yeah sure yeah okay i don't know how hot this is but like because this movie is like so comic accurate like, I mean, like, not necessarily comic, but, like, it really follows, like, the beats of, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's, like, this nerdy kid, gets bullied at school, like, uh, his uncle dies, like, like, he was, like, showing, like, a wrestling thing for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bones it all. feels, it does feel very 60s, but yeah. it was filmed, like, the 2000s, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a fun, I think like, it, mismatch of, like, yeah. it almost feels out of time in a way. Which is I, why I, I think, I do think it would be, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I do think it'd be cool if they just went with like, hey, this is in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. it would have been kind of fun. Like, obviously they wouldn't, but like when I watch it, I'm like, some of these like these jock tropes and stuff seem like a little like, mm-hmm. like they seem like the 60s. They're not what bullies but... actually were like in the early 2000s. Necessarily. No. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I, I think they could do an all MCU where they just do a like what if movie where it is like Marvel characters in the sixties, and I think yeah. that could be yeah. really be fun. For it. That'd be fun, I, especially with the Fantastic Four. I want them to yeah. be like, like go with like a wormhole in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and be from the sixties, right? And just be like, whoa, I, science I thought is weird that was now. Gonna, I thought that was gonna happen for the longest time. I fully don't think that's what it's gonna. Yeah, be I don't think it will either. Um, yeah. with all the sword stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, high. You want our highs yeah. of this movie? So, Chad, movie. you go first because you Let's posed the question. Um, man, there are a lot of highs. Uh, I would say for me, it is the moment where all seems lost on the bridge as he's holding like Mary Jane on the the cart. Goblin comes in, and then like a piece of Dang trash. It, that was mine. It's, it's the goblin. 
Yeah. And then just like the fact that New York like has his back and like New York as like a character. Yeah. yeah. Is, they like, say you mess like, with one of us, also, you mess with all yeah. of us. This is like this is like post 9-11 too, which yeah, is like yeah. like everyone like you feel it because it's like uh-huh. oh this is New York. Like this you movie made me love you New, mess York. With New York. Yeah, it's yeah. so yeah. awesome. I, oh, good. I went to New York for like the first time before this pandemic started uh-huh. and I was like, oh shit. This is cool. And it was mostly because I watched this movie where I'm like, yeah, yeah they're like a and brotherhood. This is neat. Like, this is New York. Like, as much as I love everything the MCU has given us, like, I'm the biggest fan of that series. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. There's never, like, been a moment that feels like that in that whole No. Series. Yes, they, they lose it's, some of that. Yeah. It's cinema. It's beautiful. The I mean, Bodega stuff, yeah. I guess, is good in Homecoming. But yeah, other than that, they kind of mm-hmm. lose a lot of the New York stuff. There's like the do a backflip. Right. And no, I the, love that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> and the, the bodega and like yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Adam, what what's your, your high? Oh, okay. Adam. Oh, it's probably when he <laughs> goblins pretends to be an old lady and then goes, ah. <laughs> when no, he, uh, the, the, the fire scene is so good. It is very yeah. good. Yeah. No, actually, Save my favorite part. And then yeah, there's an old good. hag up there. And the cops are like, we're going to arrest you. And then he's or like, he I'm not gonna come back. <laughs> the only the, the only part of this movie where I was like, oh, that CGI is not is when he throws like that little thing and everyone becomes a skeleton and they're like yeah, and they yeah, like crumble. Yeah. The whole and world like, fair sequence is kind of like not that that's the part that's aged the worst, I'd say. Yeah, like, yeah. just from like a CGI standpoint and like effects. Yeah. But, but my favorite, um, besides honestly, this is feeling like a self-contained superhero movie that like the stakes are just this one person's stakes. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I, I mean, I mean, obviously, like, shit's happening in New York, but like, right. it's not like the end of the world, which like is super refreshing. Right. Even though I right. like, I love the cinema, like Marvel Cinematic Universe, like just watching, like, it feels this movie, maybe besides like Into the Spider Verse for me, feels the most like Spider Man. Yeah. Um, I can see that. But my, fa- my favorite scene is probably like the fight in the, like, in the very end. When he's just like getting the shit beat out of him, yeah, and yep. I'm like, like in like his mask, it's all ripped up, and you, yeah, like, it's so good. It's a little scary too, yeah, yeah. And it's like this is really like, yes. it's like the first time, like, and I don't think like the new movies have shown it too well, where it's like, oh man, Peter could die right now, like, right, like he's mm-hmm. vulnerable, like it, it, I don't know, it just. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really in, in Homecoming, you have that moment when all the rubble's like on him, and he starts like, "Oh yeah, crying. that's true." And that is that's one true. of the most effective moments in that movie to me, other than the vulture like in the car scene. But yeah, oh, it, but it's because so of yeah. because of what you said. Like it's like that is when you're reminded he is a kid who is about to die. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's also like it's really like he's fighting. You're like, oh, like no one's gonna come save him. Like right. Yeah, this, it's, this is it. Like he doesn't have Iron Man to come like swoop in. Right, home. Like right. he's by himself right now. By himself, yeah. And then also when Goblin gets impaled in the balls, I don't know why yeah. they did that, but like <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um, I I think my highs. I mean the the Thanksgiving scenes kind of inarguably mm-hmm. great, but. I think I would be lying if I didn't say my favorite moment is when Goblin gets him up on the rooftop and then just like kind of plops down next to him. Like he's like sitting down with you him. and me. We're not so different. I l- <laughs> love that scene. I love any villain. We're not so different speech, but I also love that. Like in that moment, it is just two actors in silly suits. And that <laughs> rules. 
it like rules. They're just talking and it's silly and I love it. And it's really like what Raimi, the magic trick of what he pulls off to me of like, mm-hmm. so silly, but so sincere. And so like really effective. I, the last time I watched through all these movies, I was a little colder on this one. And then was like, eh, Spider-Man 2, that's the inarguably one, inarguable one. That's the brilliant one. The rest of them are like, fine, but I like them. This time I was like, nah, this movie is, it's really it's good. It's very good, yeah. It's very good. Um, this is so rarely do we have superhero movies with this much personality anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. And I mean that, like, it, not that there's not personality. Like, James Gunn has certainly brought his personality sure. to the Guardians, uh, Taika Waititi to Thor Ragnarok and mm-hmm. to Thor 4. But they're still, like my they two still, favorite Marvel movies, too. Like, right. Yeah. They still do feel like MCU movies. They and do. I like and how MCU movies feel, but this is so I think it, I think what it comes down to is, like, dialogue scenes feel yeah. like they are Taika or James Gunn, but they map out these action sequences like it's the same team doing it every time yeah. in Marvel movies. And so like, it's something like... You like f- the quick cuts. and like, You still yeah. feel the energy of, like, Sam Raimi as he's swinging through the city or as he's... You know, fighting goblin. Like, I think really that's. I wonder the- what Doctor Strange is going to be like. I really do too. I have no yeah. idea. So it's, there's no way he didn't like. Hey, let me do this. Right. For some of it, I don't I'm. Know. That's the Marvel property I think I'm most excited for. I have a I question. When you guys Eternals, like, <laughs> after oh, I'm actually really excited for the Eternals. Like, yeah. I. Especially because Jon Snow's in it, and I'm like, yeah. I but also, like, Jon nobody Snow knows what so Eternals cool. is. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's being directed by somebody who's probably going to win Best Picture and Best Director this year, like, it's oh. so. Wait, strange. who's who directed it? Chloe Zhao, who directed Nomadland. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Which is a good movie. Good flick. I have a, a question because yes, for me, I feel like when I watch this movie, like, even with like all the new Marvel movies and stuff. When I think of a superhero movie, I still think of this one. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like that? Or do you feel like now it's when you think of a superhero movie, think of like the big Marvel stuff. If someone were to just like say, name a superhero movie, I'm probably saying Avengers off the top. I'm probably with, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think what I mean is like, this one just feels like if I was going to make a superhero movie, it would be yeah. like, I'm going to show the origin story. I'm going to show like yeah. right. the beats along right. the way that make this character mm-hmm. who they are. I mean, and like, what is the first superhero movie you'd show your kids? I guess is kind of the question. Probably I mean, this one. Other than Incredibles or Spider-Verse, which uh, I kind of feel sure. like are the inherent two yeah. first ones. But like, I would love to show my kids Spider-Verse at a young age, but I also kind of want them to have these movies mm-hmm. to like set up who Peter Parker is before. Yeah. But I think uh, I think that's why Spider Verse is brilliant. It's because I think you could watch it and you get that stuff. In I think it. I think you could, but I also think like yeah. like the Easter eggs within that right. movie yeah, like sure, sure. make it even like the rewatch value like of like off the yeah totally charts. I I kind of think it's Burton's Batman, this or the first Iron Man are the ones that kind of feel like the maybe Probably the first Captain America because it's such a throwbacky um, thing, but. I mean, it's definitely one of the earlier ones for sure. I feel like I this is me, the first one I show my kids. Actually, thinking about yeah, it more, well, I think it probably it dep- is. if I'm if I'm trying to just like be like, here's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maybe I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to confuse them and be like, where's the other Spider-Man? Right. Like, this right. Is but if I was just gonna be like, this is what a superhero movie is, I would show this movie probably because it's yeah. like, like they even made like that. Remember that Drake Bell like scary movie superhero movie like yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah 
It was totally a ripoff of the, or like a parody of this first movie. Right. Yeah. They yeah. had X-Men and stuff in there too, but it was, Drake Bell was like the human mantis or something, like grasshopper, something like some kind of bug. Which is know. funny because he voices Spider-Man. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Cartoons. Um, Adam, where can people yes. find you on the internet? Oh man, uh, my Instagram is mostly like the only one I really use. So uh, A Reed Cartoonist, which is like A and then Reed with two E's and then Cartoonist. And yeah, like, awesome. that's mostly where he I post stuff. He posts a lot of cool art. You should check it out. Yeah, you should follow oh, it. Yeah. Um, Chad? You can find me at Chad A. Oliver on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, which is my favorite social media platform because yep. I just post about movies. No drama. Tell them about your other podcast. Oh, yeah. You can oh, yeah. also listen to um, my solo podcast. Yeah, you do that uh, one. I'll do that, I, that I host called The Lord of the Rings Sentence, where I uh, go through the series The Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time on a it's weekly stupid. basis. Um, and I'm on it three times or more. Uh, it's I'll be on it good. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Cody Lensford underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Cody Lensford on Letterboxd. Uh, you can listen to the show Chad and I and our friend Mark host together called Best Pictures, where we try and find the best movie every year we've been alive. It is where we talk about movies that are not Spider Man. Um, so thanks, Adam, for being our guest. Thanks, everybody, yeah, thanks for, for listening. Um, we're going to leave everybody with a spider fact. This Ooh. month's spider fact is, <clears throat> in the 1970s, Spider-Man was a spokesperson for the Department of Agriculture. In a PSA, after saving the city from a dinosaur, he refuses a medal in favor of a banana, reminding kids the importance of healthy <laughs> snacking. They're Thanks, everybody, yellow. for listening. Mm -hmm. Good night. Don't let the radioactive spiders bite. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man.